With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome to Speak for Yourself. We got a huge show for you today. Lamar Jackson, former unanimous MVP, was ranked 10th. Was that disrespectful? Plus, Kyrie Irving allegedly wants to team up with LeBron James, but should LeBron James want a reunion with Kyrie Irving in L.A.? And lastly, we got to rank the top 10 NBA players now that my guy Steph Curry has his fourth NBA title. Well, before we get all that going, I got to introduce the crew for today. Six times. Pro Bowler, okay. former teammate, my guy LaShawn Shady McCoy, the one and only co-host of the Herd, Joy Taylor, and one of my favorite, if not my favorite, NBA analyst, Slick Rick the Buker. But let's get started in Dallas, because the Cowboys, boy, did they lose some big names this offseason, but Dak Prescott was a full go at minicamp, and Jerry Jones recently squashed rumors that head coach Mike McCarthy's job is in jeopardy, saying, quote, he is a very, he is very qualified to win the Super Bowl. Now, Jerry Jones talking a big game. Jack Prescott now healthy. So the question becomes, what is keeping the Cowboys from winning a Super Bowl? See, in my mind, it starts at the top down. In my mind, Shady, it's all about the head man. Joy, it's all about the head coach. The biggest deceit that the Cowboys have bought into, the biggest lie the Cowboys have bought into, is that Mike McCarthy is a Super Bowl winning coach presently. Because Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl, everybody assumes Mike McCarthy still has the capacity and still has the ability to win a Super Bowl right here and right now. But I actually think, Joy, that Mike McCarthy is a career underachiever more mm. than he's a career overachiever. Think about this for a second. You have Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback, but with Aaron Rodgers, you only go to one Super Bowl? Now, it sounds like shade, but really think about the greatest quarterbacks of this generation. Enjoy your team, not only the Dolphins, but Pittsburgh with the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger went to three Super Bowls. He won two. Peyton Manning went to four Super Bowls. He won two. Tom Brady went to ten Super Bowls. He's won seven. Patrick Mahomes in his short career has already gone to two Super Bowls. The greatest quarterbacks of this generation have all gone to multiple Super Bowls. So then the question is, why in the world did Aaron Rodgers with Mike McCarthy, they were together for several years, how did they only go to one? I'm not going to blame Aaron Rodgers. Who I am going to blame is Mike McCarthy. So, Shady, when I think about what is keeping the Cowboys from winning a Super Bowl, you can talk about all the pieces, but to me, it's Mike McCarthy. What say you? Well, I, I, I like, I like your, your point. I see where you're going. But in this game, it's all about the quarterback. I got to go to Dak Prescott, right? This guy, they pay him the big bucks. He's top five highest paid quarterback yeah. in the league. Okay. They give him a, a, a pretty solid team. 
you know, now, now minus they, they take away Amari Cooper. So, you know, they want CeeDee Lamb to be the guy, to be number one. It's all about the number one quarterback. You got Zeke is kind of declining. You know, you give a running back 30 plus, 300 plus carries a year, you know, they tend to decline. Okay. And then you look at the wide receivers now as you take a number one and you're asking a first round draft pick that's been slowly getting there, but not there yet. And CeeDee Lamb to take over and be the number one. Now it's more pressure on Dak. I watched the last playoff game, I guess, with the Cowboys in San Francisco. Yep. I was blown away by how many people knew that the Cowboys would not win. And sure enough, they lost. And if you look at Dak, it's all on his shoulders. It's either show me now and get the thing done, or we got to get rid of him. You can't pay a guy that type of money. If you look at all the top five quarterbacks, if you put them on the Cowboys, you see a difference. You see a difference. Mm -hmm. I don't see it with Dak Prescott. Well, there's plenty of blame to go around here, but I'm going to have to disagree with you that Mike McCarthy is the head guy. I was actually thought you, thought you were going to take my position when you said that, but then you went to Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy ain't the head guy there. That's Jerry Jones. Mm. Jerry Jones is the head guy in Dallas. So if I have to put blame in anyone's feet, I go all the way to the top, not the top, all the way to the top, <laughs> top, top. the top, top, to Jerry Jones. Now listen, we all love Jerry, right? Jerry's the best. He is mm -hmm. an incredible yeah. uh, spokesman for the NFL. An, an advocate for players. Players love playing for Jerry. They feel like they can go to him. He is an incredible businessman. He's mm -hmm. expanded the NFL. He's expanded the brands, brought in money to the league. They have the biggest brands in all of sports in the world. Yep. Not just the not just right. America, Cowboys, baby. the whole world. It's the biggest brand in all of sports. All that's great. Can't argue any of that. But they've won four playoff games in 26 years. Why are we talking about them wow. like they're a championship contender? They're yeah. not. I know Dallas Cowboys fans are going to be mad at me all season long. Just get ready. I'm out. I'm out on y'all. You played me last year. You don't have to play me once. That's fine. Twice, I can't do it. And my mom is a Cowboys fan. I love Skip Bayless, but I'm not buying into their nonsense anymore. They're not a winning organization. And the connecting fiber over all these decades is not Dak Prescott. It's not Mike McCarthy. Fair. Fair. It's Jerry Jones. That's very well said. That's very well said. Let me, let me talk on Jerry for a second. The reason I do think that Shady Jerry does get some blame, and I'm with you, Joy, here, is because you can't serve two masters. They always say, right? They like, say that. If you serve money, you can't really serve man, but you, you got to pick and choose right. one. Uh, even think about in society right now, right? Everybody's all big on equality and all of yeah. these things. But the problem is people are focused so much on their dollars. That's why we haven't advanced oftentimes in society because you get so scared about what am I going to lose? The last time the Cowboys won a Super Bowl, they were worth $238 million. That's 1995. Okay. Right now, they are worth $6.5 billion. Change, change. So I think what Jerry Jones has done a masterful job of is making sure the Cowboys are a very well a very expensive organization. But where Jerry Jones has failed is allowing the Cowboys to simultaneously win games. So I agree with you on that point, Joy. But to your point, Shady, blaming it on Dak Prescott. I think that Dak Prescott is what Colin would call a confetti guy. A confetti guy, can you see the confetti falling on them as they stand up on a Super Bowl podium? Is Dak Prescott a confetti guy to you? I will say this about Dak. He has the potential to be the guy. He does have the potential. I think if you look at the pieces around him, right, is a solid defense, which is hard to get in the NFL, mm -hmm. right? Some solid linemen, right? And then you have a good backfield, right? They have two starters in the backfield. Now it's time for him to emerge to that star that we're waiting to see. I remember when everybody was waiting on the payday. Will they pay Dak? Will they not pay Dak? It was a question mark. A guy like Brady, a guy like all the, all the new young guys, of Herbert, they're going to pay them guys. But when you, you keep questioning Dak, but keep in mind, Dak led the Cowboys to the number one offense in all the ball last year. So how but, can you blame Dak if they got the number one offense? But hold, hold, slow, slow down. First of all, in that division, they're going to get two wins. 
each game, other than my Eagles. But you're playing Washington <laughs> twice a year, right? Then you're playing the Giants. L last year, they played Washington and Washington. They were almost done by the third quarter, the yeah. starters. And they came back and they had to fight. But you can't base everything off the stats because in that division, it's not a, a tough division. But, but when they play other good defenses, you've seen what happened. They couldn't even put any points up against Denver, right? Right, with a, with a, with a mediocre offense. And then the playoffs where it all counts, where you need your best players to be the best players on the field, what happened? You know what happened. So <laughs> I got to put the blame on Dak. Joy, where do you fall when it comes to Dak Prescott? Do you think that Dak Prescott deserves some of this blame? Is it all on Jerry Jones? Where do you stand? Uh, I mean, I, I love Dak Prescott. I was advocating for Dak Prescott to get paid. I knew he would get paid what he was going to get paid. Right. And being the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys comes with a little, it's a little something extra. You go. Something extra to be the quarterback for America's team, which again, I don't know why they're America's team. They don't do any winning in the postseason, but regardless, they are, and there's something to that. And I think Dak has those extra intangibles that he brings to the table. He never makes things worse. He always says the right thing. He's very quarterbackial, and we've seen him live up to potential. We've seen him do some spectacular things. Yeah. Yes, we've seen the capability. To your point, he has the potential for the confetti guy. You could see it happening. We want to imagine it happening. Do I think he has some limitations? Does he need some big pieces around him? Yes, which is part of the reason why I'm out on them this year. I don't know if you replace Amari Cooper. Right. I don't know if they, they lost a lot of pieces this offseason that I don't know if you're capable of replacing. The Eagles, I think, will be better. I think Washington will be better, at least at the quarterback position. She's optimistic a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I don't think it's going to be the same division it was last year. I'll right. say that. So I do have to place some blame on the players on the field. They're the ones executing it. But when you look at teams that have postseason success, when you look at teams that are championship contenders, are they? Have they been there? There's no evidence of this in the mm. last 26 years that the Cowboys should even be in this conversation other than they are the biggest brand. They're fun to talk about. People either love or hate them. Okay, but in ball, everybody has a job to do, That's right? True. Like, even on this show, everybody got a job to do. In ball, everybody got a job to do. The general manager, Jerry Jones, his job, stack the roster. Okay. The Cowboys roster is stacked. Offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, his job, lead a prolific offense. Very good, too. The offense was prolific. Okay. Defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, his job, make sure you can turn the ball over. The defense, turn the ball over. Dak Prescott, his job as a quarterback, try to protect the ball and put as many points on the board as possible. Dak Prescott, number one scoring offense. But Mike McCarthy, as a head coach, your job is to make sure you can get the most out of your players. Mm, that's true. I do not think that he is getting the most out of his players. Here's the thing that I don't think can be disputed. Joy, Shady, I can't wait to hear on this one. <laughs> The greatest quarterbacks of this generation, most of the time, more often than not, their coach wasn't getting fired during their tenure. No. Tom Brady, Bill Belichick there the whole time. Ben Roethlisberger, Mike Tomlin there essentially the entirety of the time. Right. Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll there the whole time. Drew Brees, Sean Payton there the whole time. Patrick Mahomes, as it stands right now, Andy Reid going to be there the whole time. Lamar Jackson, as it looks like now, John Harbaugh going to be there the whole time. But Mike McCarthy, you found a way to get fired while coaching Aaron Rodgers. Now, I get it. Aaron Rodgers got hurt. I understand all that. But you found a way to do what no other coach for the most part, has done while coaching some of the greatest of this generation. Now, you can look at Peyton Manning. I understand that. You can talk about Caldwell. You can look at Peyton Manning in Denver when Peyton Manning was doing this. Right, right. But no other coach finds a way to get fired during the tenure of coaching one of the greatest quarterbacks. That's why everybody to me in the Cowboys organization is doing their job, even Jerry Jones. Because truth be told, 
An owner's job is to get the organization to a much more lucrative place than it yeah. was before. So even Jerry Jones, Joy, is doing his job. It's Mike McCarthy that is not doing his. Okay, Mary, you say it a lot. You say it a lot. I got to break it down. All right, first, let's start with Mike McCarthy. I agree with you. Mike McCarthy, that play call, the quarterback draw at the end, the playoff Terrible. game. Yeah. That Terrible. Was, well, it's burned in my brain. It was pain. <laughs> pain. Okay, so I'm with you on that. Mike McCarthy getting fired from Green Bay. I mean, we can have an honest conversation that Aaron Rodgers isn't the easiest individual. Of course not. Okay? Of course not. We can not. keep it a buck about that. All right? And if you want to talk about Green Bay, Green Bay had a whole Brett Favre and a whole Aaron Rodgers, and they have That's two true. That is true. So she's I'm not going somewhere. I'm laying that at the feet of Mike McCarthy now. Okay? I don't know if I'm laying that entirely at the feet of Mike McCarthy. Aaron Rodgers, has he been back since Mike McCarthy been gone? He hasn't. Because he, he just got... He just got knocked at home, twice. number one at home twice. in the NFC to Jimmy Garoppolo in a wild-card team. And the Bucks right, before we're, that. We're not going to talk about that because yeah. Green Bay doesn't like to get any shade, so we're not going to talk about that either. And you're talking about Jerry Jones being the owner, doing what the owner's job is. Correct. It's, it's owner plus. It's not the owner's job to talk to the media after every game. It's not the owner's job to be involved in every kind of story. It's not the owner's job to go on radio shows. Again, I like Jerry Jones, and he does a great job for the league, and he's fun to talk about. We enjoy it. But if you're looking at the results that Jerry has provided winning on the field as do, the owner, see, it doesn't come to that. But Jerry that. does a, a great job of putting the team together. I will say that. And, 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 if you, and if you give... What are we talking about? Great, great regular season teams? You talked no, about this but, division. But we, yeah, but I, so I talked about the quarterback, right? That's why they get paid so much money because they win the game. They're the main factor. If you put, let's say, a Tom Brady. No, let's not even go that far because that's his big difference. Of course. Can we say Joe Burrow? There. Joe Burrow. Josh Allen, oh my God. If you put Josh Allen in a Cowboy uniform, you put Dak over with the Bills, do you think the Cowboys will get a Super Bowl? I would think so. Let's think about it. I would think so. That's a guaranteed win. So his job as far as a, as a GM and owner, because he's both, to get the team around you, get these, these great players. Offense, defense, it's hard to do. But, Shady, what is the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing, thing over and over. Want different results. Like different results. You feel like 26 years is over and over again? Like, at some point, yeah. you got to do things differently. It's not just about Dak Prescott getting paid. Dak Prescott hasn't been there long enough. You're seeing the same results with the Cowboys every single year. Great regular seasons. Great performances. So, wait, so what, what's the issue, then, you think? What's the issue? What are you saying the issue when, is? When you have institutional lack of success, you have to go with the foundation. But here's the problem. however you look at it, here's, the foundation I can't let Joy do this. Here's what I can't let Joy do. Here's what I can't let Joy do. You can't blame Jerry Jones for the same thing you praise him for. And that, I think, is what you're I'm missing. Not, I'm praising him for the business side of things. But I think the business side of things... You can have a, a well-run business and a losing product. That's what the Cowboys he's not, are. He's not, he's not out there playing. He's not out there calling no plays. The, he's getting the players that, that we need. We need an offensive lineman? Let's go get one. We need, we need a, a running back? Let's, let's get, get a one. Back. We, need, we need a superstar cornerback? Let's go get one. Need we need, what, though? We need, need Parsons, to, need right? Need to win regular season games? No, but he's but, not playing. You, I think you're judging him for... He's not out there going against. I think the the cow. Okay, if you look at it like this, the Cowboys have a good enough roster yeah. to get to an NFC Championship game. Do they have a good enough roster to win a Super Bowl? That's TBD. But I they think have they do. Enough, that's fair. I'm not even. I'm not going to argue that. I know Jerry. they have a good enough roster to get to a championship game, but they haven't even gotten that far. That's not on Jerry. Okay, but not if on you're Jerry. also going to blame Mike McCarthy, which I do believe he does deserve some of, of course, of the blame, yeah. and I also he think does. Dak deserves some of the blame. Players deserve some of the blame. They're the ones on the field. Coaching deserves some of the blame. They're the ones setting it up. Right. Who hired Mike McCarthy? Who put yeah. him in place? Mm. Look at the Cowboys oh, yeah, coaches right. that Jerry has had since he let go of Hall of Famer Jimmy Johnson. The only one is Bill Parcells. 
Look at the personalities. Right. Look at the coaching pedigree that he is bringing in to yeah. coach these teams and okay. why. Because we all know if you're coaching for the Dallas Cowboys, you don't have final say. Right. Here's a problem, though. Here's a problem. I do not follow... I buy that, though. I, I do. I, I buy it. it. I buy, I buy it. it. I'm about to sell it, but I bought it for now. <laughs> um, I bought it for now. Yeah, I can't fault Jerry Jones for the hiring of Mike McCarthy. Okay. I can fault Jerry Jones for retaining him. Because people, well, people wanted him, though. That part. Yeah, he had you a can, job. You can't fault Jerry Jones for hiring Mike yeah. McCarthy. He was in his, was in his basement. He, but when you, no, 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 no. He had when a, you no. hired Mike McCarthy, you're looking at him like, okay, wait a second. You have, in fact, won a Super Bowl. There isn't enough evidence to realize that he's not that good. The evidence <laughs> that made me realize Mike McCarthy wasn't that good was when Matt LaFleur took over for Green Bay yeah. and won 13 games three consecutive same seasons. Thing, yeah. Mike McCarthy only won 13 games with Aaron Rodgers once in his entire tenure. That's when I was like, wait a second, Mike McCarthy. I'm looking at you like I'm looking at Doc Rivers. We all praise Doc Rivers because Doc Rivers won a chip with the Celtics, but I'm like, wait, you only won one chip with the Celtics. That should have been the bare minimum. So... I understand that Jerry Jones did hire Mike McCarthy, but the egregious error wasn't in hiring Mike McCarthy. To me, the real error was made in retaining Mike mm. McCarthy. And the bigger error is being made by Mike McCarthy every freaking Sunday. <laughs> Coming up, could we see a LeBron and Kyrie Irving uh -oh. reunion in L.A.? Ooh, it's about to get spicy. We'll tell you if LeBron James should actually want that. But first... Oh, we got some beef again. Uh -oh. Charles Barkley called out Kevin Durant. But... Y'all know KD ain't going away quiet. KD. He clapped back. We're going to tell you whose side of this NBA feud we're on. That's next. Speak for yourself. I can see a little bit of cheer. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jerry Jones. The Warriors are fresh off winning their fourth NBA title in eight seasons. Now, two of those titles, as we all know, were with superstar Kevin Durant. But Hall of Famer Charles Barkley did not hold his tongue recently when he called KD a, quote, bus rider. And that's not a compliment during those championship wins. And not the bus driver, the disrespect. Now, KD's not want to get disrespected, so he clapped back, tweeting, all this bleep is nasty. Another terrible analogy from a hating old head hating. that can't accept that we're making more bread than them. It's just time in Chucky 
don't hate the player. <laughs> Chucky. Oh, you got to love KD. Because KD right. is never going to call you by your actual name. That's the one thing I actually respect most about KD. All right, Slick Rick, good to see you. NBA analyst, my guy. Got, glad to have you back here with us. But, Joy, you are up first. Whose side are you on in this feud? Charles Barkley, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Although I disagree with Enjoy. him that Chuck is upset about money. I'm pretty sure he makes a lot of money. So I think he's his bank account is good, Charles Barkley. I'm sure it's fine. Safe to say. I don't think <laughs> it is about say. money at all. But I am on KD's side. First of all, if he wasn't driving the bus, who was driving the bus? Because all I heard that Steph wasn't driving the bus, that's why this particular finals uh -oh. was so important uh -oh. for him to win finals MVP because he was riding in the bus with KD. But now KD, so there was no bus driver? There was no one? It was just a free bus rolling right. down the hill in San Francisco. Mm. Someone was driving the bus, and that one was the man that won two finals MVPs, and Talk that was him. Kevin Durant. He was mm -hmm. the best player on those teams. Now, we can talk, and we, I'm sure we will, plenty of <laughs> this offseason, about the pressure that's on KD now. Does he need to win another championship? Now the Golden State has won with, one without him. To me, KD's legacy is set regardless. He can only improve on it at this that's point. That's right. That's right. But he was the best player on those championship teams and he won them and the finals oh, MVP. God. So he was driving. They don't drive around in a bus. They drive around in like a stretch, like the old school. Like yeah. he's, he, whatever they're in, he is driving. Hit the he's bus driving, and everything. He's driving the bus <laughs> and the championship parades is what he's driving. Joy, have you ever been to Europe? I have, yes. Europe. Um, Shady, you been to Europe? In Europe. Wait a minute. And you see her Instagram? Has she ever yeah. been to Europe? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, hey, passport. Don't play me. <laughs> what's, what's, what's fascinating about Europe, and I'll tell you why you're wrong based on what's so okay. fascinating uh -oh. about Europe. Uh -oh. What's fascinating about Europe, Slick, and I've made this mistake one time when I was running a car, um, the drivers sit on the other side oh, of the car in that's Europe. Right. That's right. And so one time I got into what would be the driver's seat in America, not realizing Oh, the steering wheel on the wrong side. Yeah. See, the problem I think Joy is making, and I can tell based on the unnecessary co-signing of Shady, <laughs> the problem that Joy is making is that you see Kevin Durant in what's typically the driving position, yeah. not realizing that based on this vehicle, the Golden State Warriors, he's not actually driving the car. That's why I'm with Charles Barkley. See, most teams, it looks like the guy who scores the most points is a bus driver. Most teams, the guy who takes the last shot is a bus driver. But have we learned nothing from Steph Curry over these marvelous 13 mm. years of his mm. basketball mm. NBA career? What we've all learned from Steph Curry is the beauty of him is he makes everybody around him better. Mm -hmm. right. Steph Curry does not have to win finals MVP, ask Andre Iguodala. Steph Curry does not have to win finals MVP, ask Kevin Durant twice. Steph Curry, Steph Curry makes everybody around him better, not by putting up the most points, but he makes everybody around him better by allowing everybody to play as their best version I of agree. themselves. Charles Barkley wasn't even hating. Charles was simply saying the oh, reason Charles he, hates. No, he wasn't hating, no. Not this time. He do be hating, but not this time. Okay, okay. He said that Steph, uh, Kevin Durant doesn't get his respect because he was the bus rider. He wasn't driving it. Mm -hmm. If you were to ask KD, hey, big dog, what do people hate on you most for? They would likely say, because I went to Golden State right. and because I won my titles in Golden State. The real issue at hand, before I get to you, Slick, is this. Kevin Durant didn't have a problem with the message. He had a problem with the messenger. Mm. He had a problem with Charles Barkley saying mm. it. Because the message was accurate. It's the messenger who he didn't like. Slick Rick. So well said. And that's why they're both wrong. I'm oh. not picking. No, I'm not picking a side here. Because Charles, by saying he's a bus rider, is the suggestion that he's along for the ride. Fair. You can't be the finals MVP. You can't lead them in rebounding and, uh, and shots blocked and scoring and all of the things that KD did. 
uh, that filled the holes that were left as a result from those previous uh, championship teams. You, uh, uh, it's demeaning to say that he was Fair. just a rider on those teams. But KD, to your point, you brought it up from the very beginning. Charles isn't saying what he's saying because he's jealous of Not the money that you're Not making. Not at all. If there's anybody that you couldn't make that argument about, it's Charles Barkley right now. So you're taking off on the wrong step. Now, the reason that if I have to pick a side, I would go with Charles is because of much of what you said. And if you ever had any question about it, it's not what Steph did. It's what his teammates said after they won this championship. Mm. Who led us? Mm. Who did we look to? Why did we feel we could get this done from the very beginning? Mm -hmm. It was Steph Curry. Mm -hmm. So I'd never heard that for KD winning the finals MVP. I, everybody recognized what he did. But you didn't have that team collectively go, oh, he's the one who led us there. Talk about it. That is what Steph Curry has done. And that's why at least Charles has an argument. I disagree with the demeaning of KD, but at least he has a point. KD is just way off on one side, just taking a shot, and he missed. Brother, let, let me get this one. Because something he said, Slick said something that I, I like. He said, he talked about... I like that you're already calling me Slick, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He talked about teammates. So let me rewind you guys. Let's take it back a little bit. Mm. 2016, right, they lost, mm -hmm. correct? To the Cavaliers. Mm -hmm. And a teammate, Draymond Green, in the parking lot, he made a call to Kevin Durant. Listen, we need a bus driver. That's what we need. When they he lost... He didn't say those words. Okay, I'm sorry. Those words I'm, I'm sorry. He didn't I'm say sorry. that. Okay, okay. He made that call. So then, the next thing that happened, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Iguodala, and Clay, they all came to the Hamptons to get a bus driver mm -hmm. and Kevin Durant. Mm -hmm. He didn't call them. Hey, can I team up with you guys? No. He came here to the Hamptons to get him. Mm -hmm. And let's remind you guys also, when you watch the, the finals, you watch some series against the, the, the Cavs, KD dominated offensively mm -hmm. and, and defensively. So when you talk about driving the bus and who's the bus driver, there's no way in the world that Kevin Durant can be anybody's in, in the back of the bus. He's the only bus driver. And, I, and my favorite player in the NBA right now is Steph Curry. I love Steph Curry. But I just think when, when I watch KD, right, and we all watch the same finals that they call him to come play for them, he dominated on both sides of the ball. He guarded from one to four, and he was getting buckets. And also, last thing about Kevin Durant, that's the way he plays. Like, when he played with Russell Westbrook, he, Russell, I won't, I won't call him selfish, but Kevin Durant is not selfish at all. Where Russell's taking more shots, Durant's not taking as many shots. Being still um, efficient. Goes to Golden State Warriors where they pass the ball. They pass and they cutting. They jump shooters. That's Kevin, uh, Kevin Durant's game. Now you see more one-on-one -on -one because he can do it. But if you watch the way he plays, he looked the best on Golden State when they're in a real offense, pass the ball, backdoor, alley hoops. So I don't want to hear no more about this, State about driving the bus. It's only one person driving that bus, and that's Kevin Durant. This would be like making the argument that LeBron wasn't the best player on those teams in Miami. Talk to him. We all know that was Wade's team. Mm. Wade won a championship before LeBron ever came there. And what happened? Wade turned the team over to LeBron James because he was what? The best player. The better player. And they won championships and went to four straight finals. That doesn't make Dwayne Wade any less of a player. He's still great. Any less of a leader, any less of a Hall of Famer, all-time great. Sometimes when you play a team game, you have to defer to the person that is better in that moment. 
Katie is a victim of narratives. Mm. Old school players did well, not Katie like Katie going well, Katie to Golden State. Now. A lot of fans oh. didn't like him going to Golden State. Now, I happen to be a fan of winners. So I like when <laughs> organizations manage their teams well. Like, I don't know, drafting a core group of players like Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green and then keeping them together and then having a – a great coach there yep. and paying them and developing players. Great GM. And then managing their salary cap so they could bring in a player like mm -hmm. Kevin Durant, who, by the way, spent, what, nine years with Seattle and Oklahoma City, right? right. Spent some time. People act like KD got into the league and was like, you know what, I'm not really feeling Seattle. I'd like to go somewhere better. Put me on a championship team. He put in his dues to be able to control the, his future and his career. People just write that off. When LeBron left Cleveland to go to Miami, most people who liked winning were like, yeah, of course he would go to Miami. Right. He's been in Cleveland for seven years. They haven't given him one good player. Of course he would leave. He's earned the right the to control his career. That's what KD did. People didn't like it, but he was absolutely the best player on those teams. That doesn't diminish Steph Curry's greatness that KD was better than him and he needed the, him. The pro Here's the problem, man. There's too many lies being Come on, too many lies being on Too many lies. If you don't get the broom out, I am. Where's the line? KD was the best scorer on that team. But Wait, can we please wait, what team? What decipher team? the Warriors team? He was the, he best, was the best player on the scorer. Let's be wise with our words. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So he didn't play defense? He was the best player. He was wait, the best. I'm asking you a question. I'm asking you a question. I'm asking you a question. Did he play defense? Yes, he played defense. They talked about how Kevin Durant's the best defense he's played. I'm not talking about the defense. What are you talking about? Here's what I'm talking about. Let's talk about the here and now. Let me listen. Let me listen. Let me listen. Game one, first round. Golden State Warriors. Who are they playing? So correct. Do you call who they who the Warriors played in the first round of this year's playoffs? This year? Nuggets. Nuggets. Okay. Did Steph Curry play first game of first round? He didn't. Slick, if you recall, he was hurt. Came so, off the bench. Came off the bench. Okay. Jordan Poole, as I recall, was the leading scorer. Yeah. Game one. Yep. Game two. About 58, 59 points. An NBA playoff really record for your first couple games. Sure. Jordan Poole. Now. Steph Curry was healthy enough to play. Slick, I'm sure you watched the games closely. Oh, how do you know? Oh, they had him on a uh, pitch count. He was healthy enough to play because when he finally played, he dropped 30. So Steph Curry was healthy enough to play. What point am I making? Who must have been the best player on that team? Surely right? he because was, right? Because he, he's going 30 points. Are you serious right now? He's going 30 points. I just, I just, I just told you guys that Kevin Durant. He was the best player, not by the score. to Kevin Durant. That's not what we're doing. No, we're comparing the 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 accomplishment. We're comparing how asinine it is to simply say that because you were the best, the leading scorer, you are the best player. I didn't say that. Steph, I didn't say that. Because the real argument here, Slick, is this. It's really not Chuck versus KD. The real argument is, is KD the exclusive bus driver? Was he the exclusive bus driver those of those championship teams? Yes. That's really what we're sitting here debating. And if you really knew the nuances, Joy and Taylor, then you would really realize <laughs> Steph Curry's the one who allowed all these cats First to thrive. Allison, if you're going to give out my government, which don't do that again. <laughs> He was the bus driver. Everything that I said was true. You can't compare Jordan Poole against a, a, a don't, do it. don't even do it. Don't even do it. Don't do it. To Kevin Durant for two years do in it. the NBA Finals against LeBron James in his prime. How is that a comparison? Here's the problem: is the analogy is too narrow. Thank you. Okay. We have to like we can. We have, it's just the bus driver. Who's the bus driver? Steph Curry has always been the bus driver of that team, of every championship team. Now, what they did when they went to go talk to KD, they said, look, we got two flat tires, and our engine ain't running the way we need it to.
Can you come in? Can you fix these two flat tires? Can you give our engine a boost? You can? Come on, let's get this he done. No, but so he's not him, driving. Okay. He just upgraded Ooh. that vehicle Ooh. to win those titles. Now, that is the analogy. So real quick, real, real quick. So one thing you're saying is kind of right, because when, so Steph Curry was drafted there, he's been there, right? When you bring in a new player to a team, the, the fan base, the, 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 the franchise, Steph Curry will always be the main guy there because he's their guy. Kevin Durant is not their guy. You know this from playing ball. Of course. A guy that's, that's, that's groomed up like yeah. a baby, yeah. now he's grown. Because sure. they see the, 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 the growing. That's why KD left. Right. But my thing with KD is they couldn't, they, they couldn't get there without him. Mm -hmm. Don't say that. No, no, no. I'm talking that's about winning. I'm talking that's about winning the championship. It's a reason Shady. why. Hold they on, won wait. before him. No, and listen. they won now. L listen, listen. I'm listening. But there's a, there's a, there's a real, but hold up. You saying, you saying all that, but my thing is, if they were so good and so ready and all this and that, why'd you go call this man? No, Think about no, it. No, no, no. I'm not gonna go call nobody, come play with me. No, no, no. I'm already doing my thing. No. I'm gonna say, yo, come play with us no. for a reason. And the yeah, results yeah. are the results. Come on, man. Here's my Wait. question. Here's come my on. question. Here's my question. Who, who made the call to Kevin Durant? Who made the initial I call? I just told you all four of them went to the hands. Am I lying about that's true? Draymond made the initial call. What we have learned Draymond's about, the alpha male out of the team. Do you agree with that? Sure. Yes. But what, okay. we, what we've learned about this is y'all really going to hold everybody in contempt for what Draymond did? Like, that's what but, you're going to do? He's not yeah. listening. You're going to hold everybody not, in contempt? I just, said, I just told you. They all See, in Philadelphia, it. you had the same issue. You don't listen to what I tell you. I'm always, I'm 96.5% of the time right. Listen, all four of them guys, they flew all the way to Hamptons. We need this dude. Yes. For they a reason. All, he's right. They all co-signed that, that decision. You're living that 3.5 right now, <laughs> they, brother. The, here's the only thing I'm going to say. Here's my, here's my final thought. My final thought. My final thought. The air that we're making, and by we, I mean y'all, I'm just taking ownership. <laughs> um, the air that we're making is this. To assume that the Warriors would not have won a title without Kevin Durant is an ignorant assumption. And the reason it's an ignorant assumption is because they won before Kevin Durant showed up and they've won against since Kevin Durant has departed. Okay. So the Warriors did not need Kevin Durant to win a title. They never have, and they never no. will. Okay. As long as Steph Curry well, around. Ocho. Coming up, that's not the segment, <laughs> Coming up, is Magic Mahomes the top quarterback in the NFL? Ooh, what about reigning what? MVP Aaron Rodgers? Man, we got to find out who made the top 10 list. That's next. Speak for yourself. Don't go anywhere. Man, I'm sweating now. Welcome back to Speak for Your God Dog Quarterback. Hey, man, he auditioning. I don't know if he auditioning USFL or NFL, but he auditioning. Welcome back. I'm here with my guy, 2525Live. That's LaShawn Shady McCoy. And we got to talk about the quarterbacks going into next season. The best of the best only. So, Shady, I need your list. Top 10 quarterbacks going into next season. Talk to me. Okay, so first of all, I'm going to go with number 10. I'm going to go with uh, Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is a heck of a player. Um, he's finally starting to get the respect because he wasn't getting it for a while. Fair. But he's finally getting his respect. Took his team to the playoffs last year. I'm going to go with number nine. I'm going to go with Matthew Stafford. Now, listen, he's in my draft class. The guy is still balling. They finally get him out of Detroit, which nobody does get now, in Detroit. I have a question for you. Did you watch the Super Bowl last year? Yes. Who won the Super Bowl last year? Aaron Donald and him. Last, him and Cooper How Scott. is he at nine? We're going to address that later. Keep uh, okay. Going. Oh, no, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. So, I think with... Now, we could switch these two. But anyway, um, <laughs> Matthew Stafford, he deserves it, man. Got out of Detroit, now he's balling. Fair. Russell. Russell's with a better team, right? Now he got, got some, some young dogs in the wide receiver level. He's ready to play. I think he has some time off with some injuries. Got to Seattle, and I think that he's, you know, he's done a lot in the league, so we'll see. 
Justin Herbert. Oh my gosh. Interesting list, listen, listen, y'all. listen. Now, list. however you want to put it, you can kind of switch these two. But this is this is the next like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers type of thing. Um, Herbert, he got some great pieces over there. Hell of a player, big arm, big uh, playmaking ability. You got Joe Burrow. Should I say much about Joe? We all know about Joe. He's calm. Get him a cigar. He's going to win games. He's going to win games. Okay, and then we got my favorite, Lamar Jackson at number five. Now, I heard you had him low so or, or high. I don't like talk that. About that anyway, so, so Lamar Jackson, man, he's probably the most viable player and viable quarterback in the NFL. Fair. Okay. Patrick Mahomes, what can I say about Patrick Mahomes? Great player. He's the best is yet to come with Patrick Mahomes. Um, with second, second, what, second start or first start? He got an MVP, so first Patrick Mahomes. Starter, first okay, now we're heating up with the top three. I'm going with Josh Allen. There's not a player like Josh Allen. He's really? big, he's strong, he's fast, he's physical, has a big arm, big play capability. Aaron Rodgers, number two. Now I'm waiting for him to win some big games now. Come on, A-Rod. You get there every year, and it's the same results. I ain't going to say nothing, but look, number two, Aaron Rodgers. And then the, the GOAT at number one. TB Tommy 12, real quick. Right now, he's probably having a, a um, 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 guacamole salad, right? Training, going to get another MVP, another Super Bowl. Tom Brady, number one. What you got to say about I, my I list? I have huge issues. First, huge. How do you have Matthew Stafford, a Super Bowl champ, okay. coming off this past year, right. at number nine behind Justin Herbert? How do you have Matthew Stafford behind Lamar Jackson? How do you even have Matthew Stafford in this row? Okay, so, okay, so you're kind of right. I would switch these two for sure. At a minimum. I, I, sure. need, I, need, I need him a tenth at best. Listen, man, hey, hey, look, man, hey, look, hey, I'll say this. I'm being safe right now. If you put him with them, with them Rams, oh, my God, with that defense, Aaron Donald back there, we need a sack. I don't get into it, but look, I would change these two just to make you happy. These two right this here. This won't make me happy. He hasn't won a play. He ain't been to the yeah, playoffs. That's, that's cool. He ain't been to the hey, playoffs. Look, 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 He's listen. a losing quarterback. Time out. So this list is for the next year going in, right? Yes, sir. Okay, now watch the year he has. Watch the year he has now, and watch the year he has. These two, these, these young boys, man. Woo, the wild, you know wild forgot, west. You know what I forgot? What you forget? This is why I didn't go to Sugar House with you. Ooh. Sugar House or Casino in Philadelphia. This is why I didn't go to Sugar House with Shady, because this we, is what we, we played do. together. Hey, hey let, let me tell y'all what's going to come next. Yo, you got a 28 black? Roulette? Oh, you got to put up. And then I end up broke messing with you, because you always waiting on what's going to happen next. Can I see one playoff win from him? And then I love me some Lamar Ooh, Jackson. Yes, sir. I love me Lamar yes, Jackson. Yes, sir. He's too high. He's, he's entirely too high. Wait, where should he be? Give me Lamar uh-huh. Jackson? Yeah, I think he's ninth or tenth. Lamar tenth? MVP Lamar? Let me ask you, let me ask you this. Let me, let me ask you this, right? Go ahead. Yes, sir. If I don't know, you probably know. But we asked a regular fan to name me two dudes off his offensive uh, weapons. They can't name him. You know why? Because nobody knows. Nobody knows. Here's what I can't this, name. Hold on one second. This dude does more with less than anybody in the NFL. Okay, I got, I got, I got a question for you, sir. Qu- quick, real quick. Has he won a Super Bowl? Yes. Has he won a Super Bowl? Years ago, yes. Has he been? Has he won a Super Bowl? Yes. Yeah. Look, has he won a? Not, not yet. Okay. He won a Super Bowl, right? And he won a Super Bowl, right? And he been to a Super Bowl, right? And he been to a conference championship, right? He ain't even been to a conference championship game, listen, coach. Hey, li- listen, listen. It takes time. I mean, my, my man's been to how many? He's got one. Come on. So it takes time. It takes time. And I guarantee you this: you give that boy some time and give him some players. Real quick. If I had a name, right, in the Super Bowl, who was the wide receivers? I know you know. Yeah, Jermichael Finley got hurt that uh-huh. year. You got Greg Jennings. You got Donald Greg Jennings. Jennings. I, that's what I wanted. Okay? And then another quarter, another wide receiver you could put to his list is uh, Jordy Nelson. Yes, sir. Every, every player on this, you could name a superstar offensive player with him. You talked about him getting a championship, right? He had Marshawn Lynch in the backfield. Yes, who else? 
Cooper Cup, probably the best receiver, second best receiver in the league. Tom Brady, I mean, of course. Hall of Fame players. He has three dudes. He went ahead, hit 2,000 yard receivers yep. and, Higgins, a, and a 1,000 yard rusher. Don't mix it, I understand. Okay. Go to Lamar. Let's talk about him. A tight end? <laughs> Hold up, Patrick Mahomes. You know, he, got a, he got a freaking Hall of Fame team right there. So you can't say that about Lamar Jackson, man. Come on, he got Look, no help. It's going to take He got me. no help. It's going to take And you know me. I'm right. <laughs> I never shut you up before. Look at your mouth. I done shut him up, Honestly, ladies and gentlemen. The only reason I stopped talking because I'm tired of talking about this football team. Get out of here. Oh, I got to talk some basketball because Shady just made my head hurt. I'm bringing in NBA analyst Slick Rick. The view. I don't need that rock no more. I don't need that rock. Slick, let's transition to the NBA, man. We just saw Steph Curry win another. Oh, we saw him win his first finals MVP, but we saw him win another title. I need your top 10 NBA players changing gears right now, Slick Rick. Okay, that's the important two words right there. Right now. Yes, sir. What do we have right now? Well, let's see the board and what we got. Are we going to start? You want to start at the bottom? All right, we'll start at the bottom. I know you're already already wincing. LeBron James. Ah, Because the important thing is right now, and this is overall, I want you to think about this board in this way. When you look at one guy at nine and another guy at 10, do you say, okay, I have my choice between those two. Who would I rather have in building my team? Right now. Fair. Okay? So as we go along, look, LeBron James still scoring at a high a high rate. Can't argue that. But was the scoring what he needed to do in order for his team to win? Understand. Or was it serving him? Understand. That's why he's still top 10, but he's on the cusp right now. John Morant led that team. I don't Dude. care what you say about regular season Dude. success. The fact is that he led that team. Please. Regular season, the way the team was built, they were able to do this is where it gets a little bit difficult. Because I'm giving Jimmy Butler credit. A lot of it. For how he carried them in Too the postseason. But the fact of the matter is, you look at that team, I don't think the Miami Heat team, particularly offensively, he carried so much. There. I got to poke some holes, Slick. I'm going to wait on you to finish. Get okay. through them. Get through them because I got to poke some holes. All right. So then it comes down to this is really where I was in the MVP voting. I got Joel Embiid ahead Fair. of Nikola Jokic. Fair. Kawhi Leonard, assuming that he's healthy. Okay. Defender and scorer, wish he was a better playmaker. Kevin Durant, I'm going to give him the nod over Kawhi Leonard in terms of what his ability is. When he was healthy this year, he was still a first-team All-NBA forward in my mind. Doncic, though, Doncic single-handedly knocks off the Suns in the Western (laughs) Conference Finals. Can't argue with what he did. Can't argue with what Steph did. And I know you're not going to argue with number one. Best all-round player. My dog. Still is. Hey, that's the last time we fist bumping because I got two issues. <laughs> All right. If we're talking about right here, right now, yep. you can't even have Kawhi in the top 10 because, truth be told, we haven't seen Kawhi play and we haven't really seen him play and dominate. And I would really contend a year and a half. I mean, you got to go back to the, the playoffs with Kawhi weren't even that dominant when he tore his ACL. Kawhi at five. I feel like, Slick, you're still living off the hype of 2019. You're still living off a little bit of that Raptors juice. Kawhi was hot for about three years, mm. and he's still living a little He's still a little too hot right now and too high on your list. Talk to me. It's there. a fair hole to poke, but I haven't seen enough of Kawhi fall off Okay. for me to think that Kawhi healthy can be what we saw in Toronto. Fair. So that's why when I just, again, when I look at two-way players and a guy who's done it, who's won a ring, look at the guys who are behind him other than LeBron. 
Like, they've never demonstrated that they can do it at that okay, level. Okay, okay, okay. So that, I'm glad you said that. Really, I have an issue with Kawhi because of LeBron. If you're talking about how you're ranking your list, you can't have Kawhi that high and LeBron that low. But let me get to my bigger point of contention. He can't be here. He cannot be here. We cannot reward Jimmy Butler for being AWOL during the first 82 games of the season and then applaud him for playing a really good 12 games in the playoffs. Notice I didn't say 16 because he didn't get to the NBA Finals, excuse me, winning a really good 12 games, if you will. We can't applaud Jimmy Butler for what he did at the end. Let's remember the full body of work. If you're looking at a full body of work, maybe top 20, but to go top 10 because he was cute in a couple playoff games, I can't allow it. Slick. Okay, but here's the thing. I'm saying right now and based on what he did for the Miami Heat in the playoffs to get them to the Eastern Conference Finals and looking at their team Tyler Harrow missing an action yep. Duncan Robinson can't even take can't him on yep, bio missing an action all too often how did they win how did they get to the Eastern Conference Finals Jimmy Butler at both ends of the floor had that same gravity that Steph has, where you look at it and you go, okay, you know what, pound for pound, I can find guys who do more at both ends of the floor or a guy that I might start my team with when it comes to talent. Okay. But Jimmy Butler's intangibles put him in my top I got one final one. I got one final one. Kevin Durant, in theory, at four sounds right, sounds accurate. Mm -hmm. Here's my issue. If you put Luka on that Nets team, they would have won a game. Steph on the Nets team, they would have won a game. Giannis on that Nets team, they would have won a game. Okay. Jokic on that Nets team, they would have won a game. Embiid on that Nets team, they would have won a game. Jimmy Butler on that Nets team, they would have won a game. John Morant on that Nets team, well, they would have won a game. LeBron James on that Nets team, they would have won a game. Now, Kawhi was hurt, I won't talk about him. But Kevin Durant did not win one game yeah. versus the Celtics. Yeah. That's why I get that it sounds yeah. crazy, but wouldn't you say all of these players would have at least won one game? Maybe, maybe, but the fact is it's because their games are different. Okay. They would have filled a hole for the Nets that was gaping that Kevin Durant. They didn't need scoring with Kevin Durant, right? But if you put Kyrie Irving with Embiid or Jokic mm -hmm. or Doncic, now suddenly you have something. So it's, I'm not going to fault KD Understood. for the fact that he didn't have the crew around him to get the job done. Well, speaking of Kyrie Irving coming up, Kyrie allegedly might want to team up with Cleveland, team up with LeBron James in L.A. That is, remember, the former Cleveland duo. We'll tell you if LeBron James should want to team up with Kyrie Irving or if that's crazy. That's next. Speak for yourself. Don't Head go still hurt. Yeah, still I mean, Shady messed me up with that. Kyrie Irving and the Nets are reportedly at an impasse on his future in Brooklyn. And if he hits the open market, the Lakers were mentioned as a potential option. LeBron James and Kyrie Irving were teammates for three seasons in Cleveland. And they did win a ring together. So, Acho, should LeBron want to reunite with Kyrie Irving? Absolutely not. Oh. Uh, no chance. It would be, it would be the... It would be the most foolish decision LeBron James could make besides acquiring Russell Westbrook. That would be the most foolish decision. Um, why did they break apart? We all remember they broke apart because of egos. They broke apart because Kyrie Irving kind of wanted his own shine. He was tired of LeBron James sunning him. And if we're being honest, the reason they broke apart has only been accentuated. Like, it's only gotten worse. LeBron James, the first active athlete, basketball player, that is, to become a billionaire. And Kyrie Irving is still kind of trying to find his footing. So the reason <clears throat> they broke apart in the first place, it's only gotten worse. Shady, if we can talk 
dap up culture real quick. Okay, okay. You remember 2017, Slick, you may have been watching the game. Joy, I'm sure you were. It was Cavs versus Celtics. Watch this right here. LeBron James went... <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, this is petty. I love it. Watch this it one so, more time, and then so we better petty. break this down for you. We about to talk dap up all right, culture. All right, bro. All right, little bro. In dap up culture, if we can break this down. So good. The dude who palms the back of your head is a father figure. Yeah. And the dude who gets the back of his head palmed is the son. Right. Real talk, you could go even simpler. It's big spoon, little spoon. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's right. The guy who palm in the back of the head is a big spoon. The guy who gets the back of his head palm is a little spoon. Kyrie Irving goes back to palm LeBron James's head to let everybody know yeah. he's tired of being little spoon. Yeah. He's tired of being sunned by LeBron James. But for Kyrie and LeBron to team up once again, it would only be worse because now <clears> LeBron <throat> James is even more of a father figure, mm -hmm. has won an additional title since Kyrie Irving departed, and Kyrie Irving is even more of a son figure, if you will, because Kyrie Irving is now not only the backseat taker to LeBron James, but he's also been a backseat taker to Kevin Durant. The worst thing that could happen is for Kyrie and LeBron to team up LaShawn McCoy because the same reason they grew apart has only become even more glaring of an error. Should LeBron James want to, want to reunite with Kyrie Irving? I say yes. We had a chance. We were blessed. Um, I Am Athlete podcast, mm -hmm. Brandon Marshall. Shout out to Brandon Marshall. We interviewed Kyrie Irving, <clears throat> so I actually talked to him. And what he said was, when we asked him about, I, I actually asked him about, hey, man, what's going on with LeBron? Because he didn't want to talk about it at first, but you know who I am. I got to know. <laughs> so when I asked him, I'm like, hey, what's going on with it? He said, you know what? At the time, I was immature, and I was, you know, trying to find myself, right? Very smart dude, super smart. Had to find himself. He said, if I had to do it all over again, you know, I would be in L.A. getting a whole bunch of rings. That's what he said. So when you ask to reunite with Kyrie Irving as LeBron James, why not? When they were together, they were so dynamic. Sure. Oh, my God. It was like showtime, right? Mm -hmm. Alley hoops, mm -hmm. offensive points, winning games, blowouts. They ran the East. They ran the East. There was nobody that could compete with them guys, right? So if you get them there together, who knows? You get an Anthony Davis, well, the bubble Anthony Davis, I should say. <laughs> you get him in there with Kyrie Irving, oh, my God, it's lights out. I would love to see it. I love KD, so I don't know, but I would love to see it. I'm glad you brought that interview. We've talked about it a lot on The Herd because Colin actually thinks that's very significant in having this conversation about Kyrie possibly teaming back up with LeBron. Mm -hmm. To your point, we know what they're capable of. We watched them play together. It is electric. You've it seen works it. perfectly. It's great. It fell apart because of egos and it was, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. parting of ways and we get it. Maybe he's a different person now. I don't know that I agree with that. I, I mean, he told you that, but... He played in 29 games this season by his own choice. Whatever you feel about his choice, it was his choice not to play for the entire season. 29 regular season games. That's a little different. No, he could have chosen uh, to do it. Andrew Wiggins did. He got a chip. You could, you could choose to participate. He chose not to. It's his choice, okay. but there are consequences to that choice. That's why Sean Marks came out and said we want people who want to play. Yeah, he said we that. We want people who, who want are to be on here. the court. Yeah, he said so that. So once again, Kyrie's reputation precedes him. He is unreliable. He is unavailable. And he still makes decisions for him above his team. Whatever you think about his choice, that's, that's up to you. The results are all I care about. The results of his choice is he wasn't there. Mm. Now, because of that choice, he was also very fresh because he didn't play in any, in any home games. Correct. So he had an immense amount of rest. Now, I'm not saying that Kyrie isn't so capable of great things on the court. He is. We just watched it. Now, keep in consideration that he didn't play in all the games, so he had those extra rests for his legs. He is a player that can be injury-prone. There are layers to everything with Kyrie. Kyrie is not a simple plug-and-play type of figure. 
We know what it can do, what can happen when LeBron and Kyrie are on the floor together. But there's no evidence based off of Kyrie's most recent choices mm -hmm. that he has changed how he approaches the game. And LeBron is already playing with an unreliable player who is not fully dedicated in Anthony Davis. Great However point. great is AD great is, this was the issue with the Lakers this year. I don't even think that you can truly evaluate that what the Lakers were this year because they were not fully healthy and available. And that is a big question mark with Kyrie. Okay, so you guys got into the relationship between LeBron and Kyrie sure. and Kyrie's mindset and all of that kind of touchy-feely stuff. <laughs> 2016, that was a good year for you, wasn't it? <clears throat> for me? Yeah. Playing. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of years was good for me. No, 16 was good. It was good. Because you're still living there, brother. This is not that LeBron James. <laughs> this is not that Kyrie Irving. That was shady. Like, he just doing I know, I get it. I get those it. I get it. I get it. I got some for him. Together now is not going to get them any closer we'll about to what slick. LeBron James is after. Because there are two things that he's, that he's after, and I'm not sure which order to put them in. I just know that there are two. One, the scoring title. Mm -hmm. How is Kyrie Irving going to help him get to the scoring title? Kyrie Irving, if anything, is going to be taking shots and points, opportunities to score away from LeBron James. Mm -hmm. Two, how is Kyrie Irving going to get him closer to a championship? Because what we saw with these Los Angeles Lakers and what they know that they need is that they need defense and they need playmakers so that LeBron can be the scorer he wants to be. That was the, why Russell Westbrook didn't work because he couldn't get everybody involved. He could go get his, but that's not what they need. And defensively, defensively, that was their biggest issue. You're going to put LeBron and Kyrie together now? And you're going to improve defensively how? And you're assuming that we're moving Russell Westbrook out because now let's say you're not. Let's say oh, it's LeBron, Kyrie, Russell Westbrook. It, Only one basketball still or there are two uh, on the court? Yeah, How many okay, okay, so, okay. You gotta, I, I had enough. Are you going to get that Is done? He, okay, so first of all, you keep talking about LeBron James scoring, right? So let's say it's 100 points, right? Le LeBron's going to get, what, 30? I want you to answer. 30, 20, what do you want to say? Did you say he was going to give it up? He's going to get, get He's going to get, get 30, okay. 20, what do you think? 30? Game? Yeah, in the game. He's going to get 30. 27, yeah, 27. Yeah, let's, let's just say yeah. 30. Yeah. Sure. So you keep talking about like, Round oh, why not? Kyrie Irving's going to take the ball from him. How? We got to put points up. That, that's the problem nowadays. So with, with Luka, he was scoring his 30s and 40s, but no one else can score with him. Sure. You take LeBron, he's getting his 30. You get Kyrie, he get another 28, 25. That's how it happens. Here's the problem, though. Here's the problem, real quick, Shady. The, the, the misconception is this. When Kyrie gets his buckets, KD wasn't also getting buckets. And when KD was getting buckets, Kyrie wasn't also getting buckets. The difference is, like, They didn't, Kyrie, play, they didn't play together long enough. But, but we talking about LeBron. They play together. But when people break up, there's a reason they broke up. So why are you going to try to get back together? So talking about... So five, six, seven years later, are you a different person than you was six, seven years later? Yeah, or, but I or, might not be a better person. I'm just a different oh, person. I'm a better, I'm a better person than I was five, six years ago. Ky but here's the thing. And he is. He talks about it. Ky so wait, 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 real quick. I want to cut you off real quick. So the offense, it's one ball. I get that. But first of all, we, we got to get rid of Russell Westbrook. It's time to, to move on from I that. I agree with that. They, they can't shoot. Nowadays, you got to be able to shoot the ball. Okay. And Kyrie Irving can shoot the ball. Yes, he can drive it or shoot it. Yes. LeBron James, his best years in the NBA is when he had what? Shooters around them. Sure. Of course. Sure. Yeah, no when they put that team together, I said they go, they're, they're doomed. Sure. There's no shooters. But Kyrie's not a pure shooter. Yeah, and here's the other, what? Here's the other thing. 
I'm, a, I'm done. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm ready to go. You're not a pure shooter. I'm going to go to our conversation. Oh, my God. The conversation you and I had backstage. Tell the world. Which is talking about LeBron James and where he is and what he's doing right now. The beauty of him working with Kyrie at that time was he was a playmaker. Mm -hmm. What did you tell me uh -oh. about LeBron? You told me LeBron can't take him off the dribble like he could. LeBron started the three-quarter to back his and, way down. And what did I say? He scored more efficiently. That's what I told him. That is right. What? what, what, what That's what I told that? you. What was that? What he was he, the, what he was scored more efficiently. Scoring. Mm. Scoring. Scoring. Not in different playmaking. ways. Not playmaking. Man, listen. LeBron James can play make anytime he wants. You, you, you get LeBron James and Kyrie Boy, Irving, and you get an AD. But it this year. Listen, they're going to run that. They're going to run it. I can't say the West. They're going to do good. Here's the problem, though, Shady. You, you can't overlook the reason Kyrie left in the first place and act like that reason doesn't still exist. Kyrie don't want to be sunned by LeBron James, period. And this in L.A., more than Cleveland, because I lived in Cleveland, in L.A. more than Cleveland, it's more glaring who the big man on campus is, if you will. Because mm -hmm. when you get to the red carpet, because L.A. going to have movie mm -hmm. premieres. I'm going to Giannis's <laughs> tomorrow night. Shout out to my dog Giannis. When you go to them red carpets, you always see who do the cameras flock to. You know. If we had a carpet, you ain't wearing that chain because you got to make sure the cameras flock to you. You bringing out the 2-5 chain if you're on the red carpets. When Kyrie and LeBron, if they were to team up again in Los Angeles, it would be even more glaring that Kyrie Irving is second you know, fiddle and Kyrie's never been about that action. There's nothing Kyrie Irving can do to be bigger than LeBron James. He, know, he knows that. Does he? Well, the, Yeah, he knows that. Well, the players, he talked about how playing with LeBron, the media circuits you get, it's unmatched. You can't find it anywhere else. So my thing is that if a Kevin Durant came to uh, L.A., right, he's not going to be bigger than LeBron James. LeBron's like the biggest athlete yeah. we've ever seen since Muhammad Agreed. Ali, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So he knows that. They're trying to win championships. They miss that spotlight, being a championship year in, year out. Year in, year after. They keep coming and coming and going and going. They miss that. Mm -hmm. Let's bring that back. Joy, they got to bring that back. Well, look, if he's going to say that he changed... I can take what he said as uh, at face value. Six years later. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a different person than six we years are. Ago. I guess he's we not, but we are. Yeah, <laughs> you're a different person. You grow, you change, you, you learn. learn things. That's right. I can agree with that, but I also have to pay attention to actions. Words are important. What you say matters, but what you do also matters. And when you, what you say lines up with what you do, then I really believe you. And with Kyrie, I have to look at it as a complete picture. I don't know that it's so much about him trying to be bigger than LeBron. I agree with you. I don't think he thinks he's bigger than oh, LeBron right. or trying to be bigger than LeBron. I don't even think that's, Le that's Kyrie's motivation anymore. Right. He has so much that he's trying to do in the world outside of basketball that I don't even think True. that would be a motivation yeah. of yep. his to be bigger than LeBron or son LeBron. But when you look at Kyrie's career and where he is right now, there's always two sides to it with Kyrie. It's not just basketball. So you have to talk about the emotional part. You have to talk about the breakup. You have to talk about how is he going to apply himself. And does this even make sense for LeBron James and this particular Lakers roster? Yes, Kyrie is a great scorer. He's one of the best small finishers in the history of the game. He's unbelievable when he's on That's the court true. and available. There's, he's unstoppable. We all agree on that. He's, he's amazing. He is amazing when he is available. And one of the biggest problems with the Lakers this year was availability. <laughs> mm -hmm. So if I'm Darvin Ham and I'm looking at how I'm going to make this roster into something that is a contender, yes, I need scoring, but I need someone who can be on the court <laughs> and score. And LeBron James is now a year older. 
So you have to consider that as well. So there are a lot of moving parts here. Who are we getting rid of and all of that? As far as Kyrie matching with LeBron James, I think he would want to. I think I think he believes he most, would, most people he would, would be better. Yeah. Yes, and he would enjoy playing with him again. But does it actually fit? And would Kyrie be able to bring it every night the way that the Lakers do? I don't know. I can agree with this. You do change from one year to the next. But it's not always for the better, and you can just ask Lamar Jackson. Because coming up, what? we got to talk oh, about whoa, Lamar. Whoa. He has been statistically declining, but is he the 10th best quarterback in the NFL Ooh. like an analyst ranked him? Are you serious? We don't tell you if that's disrespectful to the Raven star. That's next. Speak for yourself. Now I know when i got to wear my 2-5 chain. <laughs> ranked 10th. You know he's a two-time Pro Bowler and a former MVP all in only four seasons, y'all. Right. The dude has truly been amazing. But recently, an NFL analyst, like I said, ranked Lamar number 10 among the top quarterbacks in the league, right behind Dak Prescott and Tom Brady. What, what the heck is Tom Brady being, doing back there? Anyway, um, is it disrespectful to have Lamar Jackson ranked 10th? Nah, not really. Now, Here's what, we, here's, what we have to, here's what we have to identify. Here's what we have to identify. Is Lamar Jackson the most talented quarterback in football? I would actually say yes, based off talent. Let's go back to his MVP season. He led the league in passing touchdowns while simultaneously being sixth in rushing yards. You can make an argument that Lamar Jackson was simultaneously a top six rusher and a top six passer. Mm. Impossible for anybody else. Right. He's the most talented quarterback in the NFL based off talent alone. But now the question is, does it translate? Because when you talk about how many wins Lamar Jackson has had in the last two years, you see a, a, a slight dip. Because now Lamar Jackson, though the most talented, since two he took over as the starting quarterback, he's fifth in the NFL. That's 2018 when he took over as a starter, remember, for Joe Flacco. But in the last two years, more recently, now he's eighth in the NFL in wins. So let me get this straight. Shady, let me get this straight. You're the most talented when it comes to overall talent. Okay. But you have the fifth most wins since you've taken over as a starter, and you have the eighth most wins in the last two years. There's a disconnect because, Joy, while Lamar is the most talented quarterback, I'm reminded of energy. Shady, go back to Pitt when you had to study about potential energy versus kinetic energy. Okay. See, potential energy is that ability you have, but it's not yet realized. Kinetic energy is once that energy is actually in motion. You standing on top of this deck, potential energy. When you jump off the desk, that's kinetic energy. Okay. I think Lamar Jackson has the highest potential energy beyond a shadow of a doubt. But we just haven't seen it realized over the last two years. So for that reason, Joy, I don't think it's all that disrespectful. I skipped math class in college. So I'm going to take your word for it on that. <laughs> <laughs> but you are a doctor now. Uh, I am a doctor now. That is true. Uh, not a medical doctor. Still call 911 <laughs> immediately. No, this is disrespectful. Uh, Lamar Jackson is a league MVP. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned all the other statistics, which we all know how talented he is. What an amazing runner he is. He's probably the most dynamic player in the league. Has ever right seen. Up there with Pat Mahomes. He's, he's unbelievable. But for me, again, I like to mention, I like winning. Sure. I like results. Absolutely. I like postseason wins. Those are all things I'm personally interested in okay. when it comes to sports because that's how we measure greatness, mm -hmm. right? Regular season is important. It's important to be consistent. You know, when you talk about the length of your legacy, those wins matter. But what puts you in the other space? What puts you in the Hall of Fame? What puts you in those other conversations is what you do in the postseason. Lamar Jackson has led the Ravens to the playoffs in three of his four seasons. Mm. Last season was the first one they missed. And let's keep it a buck about last season. Ravens had no hope from training camp. They lost everybody. Injuries everywhere. Everybody. 
that matters. It's she's not right. an excuse, right. but it is a reason if we are evaluating the Ravens. The Ravens are going to hurt some people's feelings this year when they are healthy again. Believe that. That's going to happen. So when you're looking at this list, there's really nothing too egregious here, but I'm going to say something that's going to upset everybody. I love Justin Herbert. Okay, I love Justin Herbert. Uh -oh. He's an unbelievable talent. Right. He's special. Yes. He's smart. I love watching him play. We get into it. Uh oh. Okay. It's coming to bite. I hear it. He was drafted the same year as Joe Burrow. Mm -hmm. Joe Burrow went to the Cincinnati Bengals. That's not an organization that we gave a lot of respect to right. up until Correct. this year, mm -hmm. right? Joe Burrow was just playing in the Super Bowl right down the street. Right down the street. Right. Same draft class as Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert hasn't played in the playoffs yet. Not yet. So all that talent eventually needs to translate to some postseason wins. I'm not yeah. saying he needs to go to the Super Bowl this year. But this is a big year for Justin Herbert. I can't put him above Lamar Jackson, who's a league MVP, who took his team to the playoffs three yeah. out of the four seasons. Mm -hmm. I can't do that. The results have to matter. It can't just be how beautiful you throw the ball. It can't just be how fun you are to watch. Does it translate to winning? And Joe Burrow throws a big wrench in a lot mm. of these young guys' conversations because he went to a traditionally dysfunctional franchise and took them to I'm the Super little, Bowl with one of the worst offensive lines in the league. I'm a little confused, though, Joy. I'm a little confused. What, because what's that? at first what she was saying made sense, but her point is undermining her point because... Uh -oh. If you care about postseason wins all right. that much, then we can't really have a long conversation about Lamar Jackson. No, we can have a conversation about No, no, no about but it. I'm saying there are names on here that Fair. I'm not putting above sure. Lamar Jackson because of that, like sure. a Dak Prescott, sure. I mean, like a Justin Herbert. I, now, I give you that. To me, it's Matt, it's me, Matt, Pat Mahomes, yep. uh, Joe Burrow. Sure. We're talking about right now. Yep. Okay. Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, Lamar, Justin, and Dak. Okay, so, oh, so, so you not, have him like eight. Correct. Right? So then it's not really all that disrespectful. Look, who, look at who is in front of him. It's, look at who's in okay, front of so, him. We are splitting hairs here. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm not going to have Dak ahead of him. I can't do it. And right now, Justin Herbert has not taken his team to the postseason. Right. I can't have him above Lamar either. So, Shady, disrespectful to have Lamar 10. This, she got him at eight, and I got him about 9, 10. He's about 5, 6. Yeah, about 5, 6. I mean... For, we're talking about Lamar Jackson here. Sure. Same person that played number eight for Ravens. Yes. I just want to make sure we're clear. Is that Okay. So when you look at his team, not only is he the most viable quarterback in the NFL, if I ask anybody to name me some of their wide receivers or, or skill positions, you can't name them. You can't. Who are they? Rashad uh, Bateman? Bateman, yeah. First round pick. Wait. Hollywood Brown was the first How, round pick. I'm saying, he, like, he had 1,000 yards. That was his first time he had 1,000. But here's a, here's like, a come on. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. That matters. Playing football, that matters. Yeah. Listen, when I had Deshaun Jackson outside and Macklin, I had a lot of space to do my thing. When it was gone, <laughs> it was different. So you're talking about these guys, right, these other quarterbacks, like Burrow. I like Burrow. I think Burrow's the truth. But when you're throwing an eight-yard pass, right, to Jamar Chase, and he goes at 65 yards, it's like, so oh, wait, 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 wait. The pushback wait, I give on Burrow I get, Burrow I was, had no offensive line. Can I, I just want to finish. Let me just finish, right? I just want to finish. When you have these type of players around you, it makes the game so much easier. If, if Joe Burrow's not there, if Patrick Mahomes is not there, right, they're not the same team. Obviously, they're not. But they have a better chance to win than the Ravens. Lamar got to run and throw for us to do good. You just talked about it. The defense they had was all hurt. Everybody was going. Both starting corners, Marcus Peters and Humphrey, they both was hurt. And Lamar Jackson, they started, what, 8-3, I think, in the mm -hmm. beginning? They went 8-5. and five. All right, and then everybody got hurt. And it, so, but here's so, my thing. Oh, so my thing is, before, I, before I'm done, my thing is, as a quarterback, you need a supporting cast. Tom, I love Tom Brady. We look at that roster. That's a, that's a good roster now. 
But Blaine Gabbert had to go in the game. Blaine Gabbert's going to do good enough. Give Lamar Jackson's respect. Please don't disrespect that, man. We are giving Oh, him. my God. We've never seen nothing like him. We haven't. And the closest thing to him is Michael Vick. We haven't. But, Sadie, on this Come show, on, man. the real... If we were to have a mission statement of the show, it would simply say this. Speak facts. for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the subheader... The subheader would say facts over feelings. And right now, you're in your feelings. Oh, no, no, and no, no, that's no. okay. But you're in your I feelings. I you facts. About, you're in your feelings about Lamar Jackson. I gave Jackson. you facts. Lamar Jackson got hurt last year, did he not? Yes. Correct. The year before, he played the Buffalo Bills, a team you were formerly employed by. He played the Buffalo Bills. They lost that game by two touchdowns. Really lost that game by 14 points. Lamar Jackson threw a pick six, pick six going yep. for a score. Yep. That's a 14-point change, and they lost by 14 points. Not only that, Lamar Jackson ended the game hurt, again, concussed. Mm -hmm. I love Lamar Jackson. I do think Lamar Jackson is the most electric player in the game. But we have to remember the facts. The facts are he was hurt last year, unfortunately. Right. And the facts are the Bills beat them by 14 points, and Lamar Jackson gave up 14 points in a game in the playoffs that was won by 14 points. The facts still remain, as much as you love Lamar, so love winning. you gotta put, okay. you so, gotta put him around 9 or 8 to 10. I'm with Joy at least so, 8 to 10. Real, real quick, because Joy said it also. So you're, you're, you guys are basically all about the postseason wins and et cetera, right? Yeah. So I'll take a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Every year he goes, every year he's up for the MVP. Hey, he's the greatest of all time. He gets there, and what happens? No, I no, 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 I, I don't, don't, no, no, no. I, I want you to answer it, please. I for, don't the, I, for the viewers out there, I, just answer Aaron Rodgers is no longer a postseason threat. That, I'm, Can I'm you answer you that there. too? But Aaron short. Rodgers just won back-to-back -back MVPs, so I can't put Lamar ahead of him right now. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you an example of, you talk about the postseason, right? This kid is still young. Right, He's but this is bring him right now. He, uh, might well, end we'll up, he might end up being at the number, uh, number one on this list this year. I think the Ravens are going to be a big problem. I don't feel like it's disrespectful. I could argue with you about Josh Allen. I could argue with you about Josh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen, oh, okay. he, he the truth. Okay. We don't want to do that. So, <laughs> so who do you have above Lamar here? I have, I have. You have Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. I have Josh Allen. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. And I have Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Don't, don't fool. That's All I'm saying is that if you put these other quarterbacks with the Ravens, they in trouble. They in trouble. Oh, Matthew Stafford, 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 Stafford just won a Super Bowl. I got to have. Yeah, but he played with the Ravens. He got the best second, well, top three wide receiver. All right, let's have that's this conversation. That, real that quick. stuff matters. Let's have this I'm conversation you. real quick. You see Matthew Stafford before, though? Katie, real Did quick. Did you see that with Jared Goff? But have this conversation. Yeah. We, all, we all talk about the fact that Lamar Jackson ain't got no talent around him. Do you Keep agree? I, here's a question. My problem is Tom Brady made the talent around him. Outside of Randy Moss, who was Wes Welker? Who was Chris Hogan? Who was Edelman? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Like, Wes, like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Wes Walker, let's, he's, he's legit, legit. Let's, don't do that to him. But he was the most legit because of Tom Brady. Edelman, the most legit because of Tom Brady. All of these dudes are the most legit because of their quarterback. Grunt too, right? Grunt. Gronk, Gronk a dude, Moss a dude. We never really saw Gronk without Tom Brady. Gronk retired when Tom Brady was like, I'm retiring. And also, so Gronk's a Hall of Famer, though, right? Absolutely. All right, so don't give him his respect, please. I'm saying this. Come on, man. I'm saying this. We don't know just how good somebody is if they're only ever tethered to Lamar. Cooper Cup became the Cooper Cup once Matthew Stafford showed up. So that's, I'm, great. I'm glad you said that. So was Cooper Cup still a, a great player? Sure. Or, or, or is it because Matthew Stafford came over and saved him? I think he's Matthew always been a superstar player. They're, they're, look, they're both dependent. Oh, like, wait, they're wait, both dependent positions. On. Answer that. Because he can he run the same routes. It's just golf is golf. <laughs> golf is just on the ball the dirt. I can only give you so much. <laughs> I can only give you so many points for suffering. Right? Like I, I, I can only give you so many points for that. It's a team game, and you do yes, it, it, it is. is it is dependence. You do need weapons. We know that. But I'm not saying Lamar Jackson isn't great and dynamic and unbelievable. Right. I'm just saying when I'm ranking quarterbacks, I put him 
about eighth. And I th actually think as amazing as Josh Allen is, I can make the argument with, with, with a league MVP. That matters to me. That puts you in a conversation. Mm. Like, we're splitting hairs here. I'm not saying there's but a Your supporting cast really helps you out, man. Because if you don't have that, I see a lot of players that's not that good, and they have a great team around them, and they look way better than what they really are. And, course, then but, and, then, and then they leave Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, I, listen, I, and I think Le'Veon's nice. You put him with them Jets, he was, oh, my God, where, where am I at? Compared to with them Steelers. You got A.B., you had a, a, a pro, you know, like four Pro Bowl linemen, mm -hmm. you had a Hall of Fame quarterback. Things are different. That matters now. No, it Come does on. matter. I'm just saying. Yes, that it, does. It, you had Joe Burrow with yes, one it of do. the worst <laughs> offensive lines in the league. He got sacked nine times in a playoff game. Nine times. And he, got, and he still went to the Super, Bowl. the Super Bowl. He did have Jamar Chase, but he had no one protecting him. So you do have to T. elevate. Higgins. Oh, yeah, you got players you over there. You have to elevate somewhat as well. Here's the thing. Y'all got to save some energy because coming up, we're talking <laughs> about greats. Two of the great tists. LeBron James, Michael Jordan. But can LeBron James, James still catch Michael Jordan in the GOAT greatest of all time conversation? Man, if y'all thought this last conversation was spicy, we're going to answer that. King next. James. Don't go anywhere. Speak to It's not disrespectful. Because LeBron James' resume is stacked. Four NBA titles, 10 trips to the finals. But we all know Michael Air Jordan was a perfect 6 6. Mm -hmm. No game seven in the NBA Finals. The GOAT conversation will never end, and thus we have to continue it. So, Joy, can LeBron still catch Jordan in the GOAT conversation? No, but I'm admittedly a Jordan zealot, so there's nothing you're going to tell me that LeBron's going to do, especially at this point in his career, that's going to change that conversation for me. To me, Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. Again, we've been talking about results a lot today. Can't argue results. with his perfect results in the finals and the biggest moments and what he brought to the game. Now, if we talk about a more broader conversation of the biggest superstars of all time, I personally feel like LeBron is the greatest superstar we've ever had in the history of sports, period. What he's been able to do from the time that he was 16 years old in the spotlight till now, being in the social media era right. where everybody is a reporter, the way that he's managed his business to become a billionaire while he's still an active player, all of that I don't even think can be argued. He's the greatest yeah. superstar ever. I know there's like four people that care about China. Don't nobody pay attention to you. Enjoy Reddit. The rest of us have real conversations about real things, and that's what LeBron has brought, not just to the game of basketball, right. but to sports overall. I mean, he's just – there's no question the, the superstar status that he's been able to achieve – while managing his business and his reputation is remarkable to me. But when we're talking about just pure basketball, what Michael represented, what he brought to the game, the type of player that he was, the relentlessness of it. I mean, if you have a question about whether Michael's the GOAT or not, just, just look at the last dance. We were watching that like it was happening live. Like it was the, the, the charm, the magic of what Michael brought to the game just with his pure skill, I don't think can be argued. So to me, he will be, he's the GOAT, he will be the GOAT, but I don't think that takes away from the greatness that LeBron James is. This isn't really a question for LeBron James' friends. It's really a question for LeBron James' enemies. Because <laughs> can LeBron catch Jordan in a GOAT conversation? To those that are friends, figuratively speaking of LeBron James, it's not a question for you. So yes, I think he can, but how can you catch him in the eyes of joy? How can you catch him in the eyes of those that are Jordan stands? How can LeBron catch Jordan in the eyes of those that will always and forever plant their flag posts on Team Jordan? The only way is if LeBron gets six titles. It's the only way you can catch him. LeBron will surpass Michael Jordan in gross statistics. We know that. He yes. would have been, he's already been to more NBA finals. He'll have, he already has more points, has more assists, has more rebounds. So LeBron has already surpassed Michael right. Jordan in Stats. all of these gross statistics. Mm -hmm. The only place he hasn't passed Jordan is in NBA 
titles. He hasn't even caught him in mm -hmm. titles when it comes down to rings. So can he catch Michael Jordan in the GOAT conversation? Yes, but the only way he can do it is one way, getting a sixth championship. Shady? No, I agree with you. Finally, we finally agree with each other. I think I'm a Michael Jordan guy. That's too bad. I love, I love MJ, but you're right. He has to get six rings. Got two more to go. Mm -hmm. And he has a chance to do it. So you're saying yes? Yeah, I, I think he can catch him. Yeah, I think he can catch him. It's a possibility. <sighs> I, had to answer question, I had to answer a question with a question, but I'm going to. And I'm going to lay this out for you. Uh-oh. Has Have we seen the best of LeBron James at this yes. point in yes. his career? Of course. I don't know. Listen, LeBron James, <laughs> no, seriously, though, he's the only guy I've ever seen. Him and Tom Brady, like, they always surprise you. At, at 30 years, at 39, 40, he might run around and get an MVP. And, Shady, you and you won't one, be... you're the one person in the juror pool I'm, where everybody's I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Telling you. I don't know if he's guilty. We're never going to get out of here. Listen. We can't get a unanimous I'm, call. I'm, I'm telling you, LeBron can surprise everybody like, like Tom Brady. Let's assume. Seriously. Let's assume, why is the jury hung? Let's assume his best days in behind him. Look, 96%. we've seen his best. We've seen LeBron James's best. So anything that he does from this point <clears throat> is longevity. Yes. It's cumulative. It's not the greatest that he's been. It's just the most that he's collected. If, if it was about longevity and accumulation of statistics, then we would have been debating Michael Jordan or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm. That, that, that debate never happens. So when I look at what LeBron, I look at Michael Jordan's greatest stretch, 10 years, 10 out of 11 years and the one year that he didn't, it was because he played 17 games, he didn't qualify. <laughs> 10 years in a row, he led the league in scoring. 10 years in a row, he was all NBA first team. Oh my, Ooh. 10 years in a row, he was all defensive yeah. first team. Okay, that's true. And that's he true. won. Six rings like out it. of six tries like without it. ever going like to it. a seventh game. I like it. So if I give you that, if I give you the best 10 years of, of Michael Jordan, you can't find I got 10 for years you. I got something for you. of LeBron James I got something for that you. matches. I got something for you. Get that. I got something Go for you. Go on, get it. Let I'm telling the collar. Go get it. Go get it. Let me give you 13 years. Mm. For 13 straight years, you realized you either had to beat LeBron James to get to the finals or LeBron James was in the finals. That's right. This is actually the most mind-blowing basketball stat. Not the Michael Jordan one, but this one. In 07, LeBron James, Cavs went to the finals. In 08, the Celtics had to beat LeBron to go to the finals. Nine Celtics had to beat LeBron to go to the finals. Then all of a sudden, 10, um, remember there's a magic in there, had to beat LeBron to go to the finals. But then LeBron goes to the Heat. 11, Heat. 12, Heat. 13, Heat. Yep. 14, Heat. 15, Cavs. 16, Cavs. 17, Cavs. 18, Cavs. Slow down now. Slow down now. So for 13 Woo! consecutive years, yes. LeBron was either in the finals yes. or you had to That's beat right. him to the finals. That's right. He was the gatekeeper to the NBA finals. That might be more impressive than anything Michael Jordan did when you want to talk about 10 years of something. But this goes Put back, the collar back on. This goes back to what Joy was saying, which is if you want to talk about the impact of LeBron James. It's different than if we're just talking about greatest as a basketball player. Fair. Right, okay. I gave you that all, is, that's fair. That's you fair. all of the receipts of why fair. Michael Jordan, yeah. without question, was the best basketball right. player every year for 10 straight yeah. years. We didn't always say that about LeBron James. Now, was he always the guy that you had to go through to get there? Yes, but in part because he gamed the system. Because what you noted was he did it with how many different teams? Three different mm -hmm. teams, mm -hmm. Cleveland, 
then Miami, yeah. then back to Cleveland. So what he was able to do was compose something around him that l allowed him to continue to be that guy that you needed to go through, right. not necessarily Fair. the guy in that situation. And that, to me, is the distinction there and why I just look at what Michael did for 10 years. This might, you just can't this argue. This might have been great. the most peaceful Jordan-LeBron <laughs> debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of all time. Made a lot of sense, though. Coming up, it's not going to be as peaceful because they got to tell me why I'm wrong about several things. Uh, I still think Steph Curry is a top 10 player woo, of all time, especially show. now. But they're going to tell me why I'm wrong on that and several other topics. Don't go anywhere. Speak for yourself. I got to say Jordan now, though. Welcome back to Speak for Yourself. Now, this is a self-deprecating part of the show where everybody has a chance to tell me why I'm wrong. Now, I got to start with Steph Curry four NBA titles, and my guy just won a finals MVP, finally. He's a top 10 player all time to me, and that is beyond the shadow of a doubt. There's no more debating. He's got two regular season MVPs. He's got a finals MVP, and he's got four titles. The only people in that conversation, Magic Johnson, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Tim Duncan, people that are unquestionably top 10 players all time. So to me, Steph Curry, top 10 player all time, but Slick, Rick, the Buker, tell me why I'm wrong. All right, prisoner of the moment, I'm going to break you from your chains. Oh. I'm just going to run these names by you and tell me which one you wouldn't take or you would take Steph Curry over one of them to start your team. Okay. MJ. No. Cream. No. Magic. No. Bird. No. Kobe. No. LeBron. Nah. Bill Russell. No. Akeem. Maybe. Shaq. No. Will. No. That's 10. I so said a team, maybe. You are sneaking in there, brother. <laughs> I love it. Well, let's keep it in basketball, but move on to a former teammate of Steph Curry. That's Kevin Durant. Now, I got to be honest. I love Kevin Durant as an individual basketball player, but, y'all, he's not winning another title. So it's not going to happen. Kevin Durant has proven he can't win a title without Steph Curry, but not even Steph Curry. Truly, Kevin Durant's proven he can't win another title without a MVP on his roster. Now, Kevin Durant, individually, a phenomenal basketball player. But for whatever reason, communally, it just don't add up to chips. So to me, KD, not winning another title. But Joy, tell me why I'm wrong. Not only are you wrong, I'm nervous for you, because that is a hot take. Ooh. First of all, KD is still top player in the league. LeBron, KD, Steph Curry, Giannis, pick a night top player in the league. Second, KD is not afraid to pick up his bags and move somewhere, honey, so he's going to go team up with someone tomorrow. Next year, the year after that, he's got several years left of his prime playing at the level he's playing now. So, does not speak too soon. This particular situation in Brooklyn might not be the one that makes it happen, but KD can definitely win another championship. We've seen greats do it. Tim Duncan, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Wilt Chamberlain had big gaps in between their championships. So be careful in saying he's not going to win another one. Uh, we'll see if Draymond calls KD anytime soon. It's not happening, but we got to move on to football. Baker Mayfield. Man, I'm telling y'all right now, the Browns are going to regret how they've handled this situation. The Browns should not have lied to Baker Mayfield about promising him a starting job because now look at him. Browns out here looking stupid. The quarterback they want, Deshaun Watson, they likely aren't going to have at least for a while during the season. The quarterback they don't want in Baker Mayfield, he's actually the quarterback mm -hmm. that they need. The Browns have completely mishandled the situation with Baker Mayfield and they're going to regret it in a major way. But LaShawn McCoy, tell me why I'm wrong. You're definitely wrong. And I think all the treatment he's getting, he deserves every bit of it. 
Baker Mayfield, he talks way more than his play. Now, I will say, the guy is very, uh, he's, he's pretty, he's pretty good at, uh, what's that, the commercials he does? Because he's not good at being a quarterback. I think when I watch Baker Mayfield, they run the ball well. They gave him a great defense, a solid offense, good offensive line, and some hell of running backs in the backfield. And he still can't get it done, so he deserves every bit of that treatment. Mm, don't know if I agree with you on that one, but hopefully y'all rock with me on this one. Nobody's stopping the Rams, not in the NFC, and really mm. to me, not in the NFL. Oh. Aaron Donald, back. Cooper Cup, back. Signed Bobby Wagner. Allen Robinson at receiver, he gonna be Gucci. And apparently Odell Beckham, when he's healthy, he's coming back. I get it, I get it, I get it. They lost Von Miller, but I'm not entirely sure they fully needed Von Miller to win a Super Bowl. So to me, Ain't nobody stopping the Rams. But, Joy, you go first. Tell me why I'm wrong. Nobody? Nobody in the NFL? Oh, We're just talking about the oh, NFC. Tom Brady's back oh, for his final year, his final tour around the NFL. I believe that this is his final year. So Tom Brady might have something to say about that. And listen, I love the Rams. I love the way they do business. I'm really happy for Matthew Stafford. I love everything about this team. But it's hard to repeat. It's really hard yeah. to true, repeat as true, champion. True. You know, you go, you take that little last rep off. Maybe you sleep in a little extra five minutes. That drive gets dialed back a little bit. When you win a championship, it's just human nature. It's hard to get punched in the mouth when you're waking up on silk sheets. Which <laughs> the Rams definitely are out here in Los Angeles. So I think it's really hard to repeat. They're going to come back great, but there might be a few teams that have something to say about that. Yeah, I actually, I was with you if you were saying nobody's going to get in their way in the NFC. I'd oh, say you are you. right. But if you push it all the way to the NFL, the AFC is going to be a beast. I don't okay. know who it is, but yeah. you got to be careful. Tampa Bay, I'm not as worried about because you got a brand new coach in Todd Bowles. I don't know which direction that's going to go. So that's the question. As I look at the NFC, everybody has taken a step back. If anything, the Rams should be more dominant than ever. I will say this. I think that you're probably 70% right with that, but although the 30% with them Bucks, I don't know, man. Them Bucks, you got Tom Brady's coming back for his third season with, with the Bucks, right? Then you got that defense. Todd Bowles, he is a new coach for the Timber Buccaneers, but he also did all the defense. So the defense they're going, the, the calls they're going to get, that's what he's been doing since he's been there. And Bucks was like that team where the offense and Bruce Arians, they do the offense and the defense. Todd Bowles does the defense. It was never like a, a head coach that does both. So I think with the offense with Tom Brady and Todd Bowles with the defense, they have a chance, man, to, to get back there and get some uh, the Rams some trouble. Mm. So we'll, we'll see, man. We'll see. You said 70% right, Shady. You can't be 70% right. You can't be 70% pregnant. I'm all the way right. <laughs> I'm taking that one. Coming up, Rob Gronkowski. He is calling it a career. It's a Hall of Fame career. He's an all-timer, y'all. But we got to discuss, is Gronk making the best decision for himself and his future? Speak for yourself. Don't go anywhere. 70% right? Rob Gronkowski is retiring. Well, again. The four-time Super Bowl champion announced on Instagram that he's hanging it up, y'all. Mm. But is it really over for the future Hall of Famer? His agent said Gronk could still come out of retirement if Tom Brady calls him during the season. So, Shady, you most recently played with Gronk, won a Super Bowl together, if I am not mistaken. Do you like Gronk's decision to hang it up? Yeah, I, I think it's time. Um, just knowing Gronk, Gronk is an honest dude. He's having fun, probably, you know, relaxing. I, I see some Instagram. He's partying a little bit. So he's probably hanging it up, but he's right. Uh, Drew Rosenhaus' agent, who is my agent also, hey, if he makes that call and Tom says, hey, Gronk, get out of bed. Why need you to come play for me? He gonna come. Did, did he Tom gonna already, come. Has Tom not already made that call, though? Like, why is Gronk Yeah, there? right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you really think that this is an official retirement or does he come out of retirement? 
You never know with them two. They're super tight. Like, they're so tight where um, whenever both learn the offense, right, Brady looks at him a certain way, and he knows what that means. That means out or means up. They know each other, and they talk all the time. So you never know with them two, man. Where you at, Joy? Uh, I would agree that there's uh, there's obviously still a chance and Drew coming out and saying, you know, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if Tom calls him during the season, he comes. Now, I don't know about during the season. You guys know you got to be in game shape, especially yeah. if you're Gronk at this point, to be able to just hop off the couch and go play that position and be, you know, be able to contribute the way that Gronk wants to contribute and the way that Tom Brady would want him to. I, I believe him. He's already retired once. So what's the <laughs> point, <laughs> you know what I mean, in putting something like this out here? It felt like this was probably the end. Again, I think that this is Tom's last year. And Gronk really enjoyed taking that time off and getting his body right. Uh -huh. He is a, such a dominant, explosive contact player, collision player, that his body's been through a lot. He, he's obviously very youthful and mm -hmm. could probably play for a few more years, but it's kind of nice when you get to relax and you're not banging around going in car collisions every Sunday and you still are able to support yourself. Gronk has been really good with his money. So, you know, oh, you talk about God. his career earnings, you know, $70 million. He doesn't spend his salary. He lives off of his endorsements. Like, he's good money-wise. His legacy is set. He's the first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the most dominant to ever play the position. So I believe he's really retired. I think he is done. I think the only way he comes out of retirement, late season, they already the one seed. They got to buy. They're making yeah. a run. Somebody gets hurt. One of the tight ends gets hurt. If Cam Braid is still out there, uh, if, if, or OJ, if they're still out there, then they call Gronk. Gronk shows up, gets the job done. But other than that, I do truly think he's retired. But then let's pivot. If we all agree that Rob Gronkowski is retiring, do you think Tom Brady can win a Super Bowl without Gronk? Because you know how dependent Tom Brady is on Gronk, not just within that offense, but anytime he's ever taken a field. Tom's the best. Like, Tom's so good, man, where... He'll go through the, the first reps with the first team, right? And he's going to make the backup to the same thing. He, he wants that type of relationship with every player. So him retiring, I mean, obviously having Gronk on your team helps out for sure. But he still get the job done with the other guys. And then and we talked about with, with Gronk's injuries. That's another thing. Gronk will tell us how, you know, he's banged up and all these different surgeries and et cetera with his back. So I can see him really retiring. Although he did make a lot of money when he retired. He talks about that. <laughs> ching, ching. <laughs> right. I, I won't put you out there, but woo. He was cashing out. Can Tom Brady win a Super Bowl without Gronk? Yes, yeah. I don't, I don't make it. I did not make a career doubting Tom Brady. I did make it being irritated by Tom Brady, but I gave that up because he's giving me grays and I can't have these wrinkles. So <laughs> uh, Tom Brady can do anything. He is capable of anything. Tommy. And he makes everyone around him better. So I, obviously, Rob is a big loss. They have a great relationship. Obviously, everything LaShawn said, but... You know, Tom, if anyone can get it done without Rob, it will be Tom. Tom Brady, one person we will never doubt. But coming up, Chase Claypool, the Steelers receiver, said he's a top three receiver in the NFL. He said what he said. Uh, we gonna tell y'all if we love it or if we hate him saying that. That's next. Yeah, he said it, Shady, but I don't think he should have. I don't think he should have. Steelers wide receiver Chase Claypool does not lack any confidence. He was recently on my guy Shady McCoy's I Am Athlete podcast and said he's not like the rest of the guys in the NFL, adding, quote, I can't be reading this right. Yeah. Quote, I'm a top three <laughs> receiver. All right. Slick, Rick, we got to go to you first. Love or hate it. Slick, you love or hate Chase Claypool saying he's top three. I love it, Otto, for two reasons. One, because it allows us to put a crazy button on the show. <laughs> and two, because he upgraded himself from top five to top three in about three seconds. Not three games, not three seasons. Three seconds. 
I love it. If you don't believe in yourself, who will? That's right. That's it's right. Matter if that's true, honey. Speak that into existence. I'm here for it. I love it. You're a top three receiver if you believe it. Mm. Well, he said it on the podcast. I believe him. Listen, if you don't believe in yourself, who will? Muhammad Ali said it first. Nobody believed him. And look what happened to him. So you I never know. You never know. You might be the greatest. The difference between cockiness and confidence. Cockiness, believing in an ability you don't have. Confidence, believing in an ability you do have. That was not confidence, Shady. That was cocky. Top don't three, ever baby. compare Muhammad Ali to Chase Claypool. That's it for us. We'll see you tomorrow. Speak for yourself. Cassius Clay.